All right, we're finally on the air. Thanks for your patience, folks. I'm definitely having problems with my laptop, which has been the most reliable computer I've had the last couple of years, actually. And so it's going wonky on me. It dropped out, lost internet connection, and I couldn't get program started. It normally could. I tried switching to another computer, but uh, that didn't have all the access uh, login uh, material I need to get on, and Paul set it up for me so I can. So thank you very much, Paul. All right, so today we're going to be talking about Tavistock and uh, and also about uh, what's that Stockholm Syndrome (laughs) that uh, apparently is more common than we realize. Okay, you want to take it here while I keep uh, setting things up? Um, Michael? Yes, yes. Uh, hello, everybody. It was some time ago now. Yeah. Um, the Stockholm Syndrome is something that uh, I think is affecting us more than than we think. And this is a, what do you say, it's a mental disorder, I would say, where, the, um, where hostages or abductors develop some kind of bond uh, with the abductors. So they somehow sympathize or agree with them. So, um, and this is uh, a bit where I believe many of our people are today, 90%, 95%, I don't know. Maybe, I hope it's fewer that doesn't are in this to sympathize with those sociopaths that are in governments today. This, I guess, call it cacastacracy that we have in America for sure, and also in Europe and Sweden, whatever we the white race are, we have this cacastacracy that is run by bankers behind the scenes. So the right. politicians is just a um, theater. It's a um, Kasper theater, you can say. It's, uh, yeah, it's a theater. It is, uh, that's a Swedish word to just uh, yeah, to uh, ridicule this kind of theater that, that we look at because nothing will be fixed with this, within of this system. We need to make a new system besides of the system. Right. Yeah, or as I like to say, all the world's a stage and the Jew owns the theater, <laughs> right? And boy, what a theater it is. All right, yeah, uh, I'm still accessing uh, the, the material, so please continue. Yeah, should we start, maybe start reading this? Because I've sent a little, I don't know, did you got the article or should I send it again to you? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Uh, let me open up the chat area. Uh, and, I can, uh, otherwise, I can start reading it. I will send it to you. So you yeah, send it. it to me again because I was offline when you sent it. There you go. So I can there start is. up seeing this one. This oh. is an, an article by Miles Mathias. It is Mathis. called... The... Right. Okay. Very good. And this uh, Stockholm Syndrome goes universal. And this one was first published in May 17, 2021. So um, let's start. So the Stockholm Syndrome is a mental disorder where hostages <laughs> um, yeah. or abductors uh, develop a bond with their abductors coming to synthesize or agree with them. Uh, it was first coined after a bank robbery in Stockholm in 1973, but it soon became more widely used for Patty Hearst, who allegedly joined those who kidnapped her in 1974. Uh, the Hearst event was a big fake, of course. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, but the Stockholm Syndrome is a real thing, as we know, we now know firsthand with the manufactured COVID crisis. Um, the textbook tells us the syndrome is rare, with only 5% of hostages uh, falling to it, but, the, but that percentage hasn't panned out in the past years, where we have seen 60 to 80 exhibiting the same sign of it. Okay, here, let me interject here, because uh, what he's saying is basically true, but what's happened to our society is over 100 years of programming, you know, since uh, the the Schofield Reference Bible was introduced into our theology theology seminaries, primarily starting with the Dallas Theological Seminary in Dallas and the Moody Bible Institute here in Chicago, that our people have been programmed to, how should I put it, have sympathy for our oppressors, (laughs) the Jews, right? That's what's good. So it is a form, definitely a form of uh, Stockholm Syndrome, but it has taken a very, very long time. Most of our people, you know, uh, let me put it this way, I hope that those of us who are Jew savvy do not ever fall for this trick again. Back to you. Yes, yes, that's the, but that's, as you said, that's what they're working on us. That was also, I guess, with the 
uh, when you have the the history of the Holocaust, same stuff there to get some kind of sympathy for them. So I guess all this is trying to get people in turn uh, to get them in. Um, yeah, as I said, to like sympathizing with them. Okay, is it true that what Nimblehorst says that the Stockholm syndrome kidnappers in Sweden were in fact Jews? That's a good question. I've not heard that before, but I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if they were. So, yeah. <laughs> just speculating. If if in doubt, blame the Jew, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of these professional victims are actors. We have to bear that in mind too. Okay, this is this could be a very much more complicated syndrome than even Miles Massive suspects. Back to you. This could be a part of the Tavistock Institute to, to form yes. in the mind. To somehow trying to form the minds because this is in the 70s and wasn't yeah. it all in the 70s right. yes. when the uh, free love and all this other stuff happened was a lot of other stuff that happened during this period <laughs> i wasn't born so i don't know but <laughs> you were born so you know i don't but, know but, but this, uh, the mental disorder had already existed in sweden by the time you were born oh my oh, god yeah yeah oh right. i know i was born into this um, okay we've okay. all been tavistocked yeah, so Your this expression. could be also, as you think, it should be a part of the Tavistock Institute. Yes. Uh, it could be a PSYOP. Yes, amen. Um, I say this because you have been hostage to this fake crisis and those who stage it. A majority still are, as we are seeing this week here in New, New Mexico. As you, you may know, the CDC dropped its mask mandate for vaccinated people last Thursday, and our governor immediately dropped the mandate uh, statewide. Um, stores are no longer required to enforce the wearing of masks for everyone, vaccinated or not. And most no longer are included the food markets uh, and big box stores. Their employees are still wearing them for reasons unknown. But customers are not required to. However, almost all customers are continuing to wear masks anywhere. Okay. Anywhere. All right, that's true in the cities, but not in the countryside. In my travels, the the countryside people, small towns and rural areas, they never wore masks to begin with. Never, okay? This is only a big city issue. Uh, Tavistock Tavistock syndrome is a big city issue. But, of course, it's the big cities they want to control first. And so there, they're still having success. Back to you. Yeah, and that's probably also where they want to hoard in everybody in this this Agenda 2030 uh, little pet project they have. Oh, yeah, and there's another aspect to this because uh, when I was in Chicago last weekend, I tried to break a $100 bill, and a guy behind the counter said, well, gee, I don't know if I can break a $100 bill. Nobody uses cash anymore. Oh, all right, you have to use a card and I know that's been true in in, uh, in Sweden for a long time already. A cashless society is what they're shooting for. Yeah, and that okay. that can also be one part of the why Sweden has been pretty. Uh, what do you say? We have not been so affected by this this b- bullshit. Yeah. Right, because uh, it's all the 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 how should I put it, the more sinister aspects which are still hidden from the public have yet to be revealed, and we're trying to make that revelation here today. This is good stuff. Please continue. Yes. Okay. I have celebrated by going on a shopping um, spree. Not really buying much, but just going store to store, maskless for the fun of it. I am the only one in most stores without a mask. My goodness. Well, I again, that conflicts with my experience in Chicago, where I would say half, it's half and half. I don't know how long ago this was written, but uh, yeah, half the customers are wearing masks, and it's probably less than half wearing masks. I think as uh, as per Tavistock syndrome, as the maskies see that other customers aren't wearing their masks, they may be saying to themselves, well, maybe it's time for me to drop my mask too. But I don't know. I can't speak for the psychology of everybody. Nobody can. Not even Freud. But yeah, Simon Freud plays into this too because he knows of all about our paranoia, right? And how paranoia uh, 
created in the population can make us do very irrational things, like wear masks when there's no virus. All right, back to you. As I said, the paranoia. The paranoia, yeah. or it could also be the what you say, the... I don't know the English word for four thing. You know, you you don't want to stick out. You don't want to look right. silly. So, yeah. oh, now I don't fit in. Oh, now the girl don't look at me. Oh, now the guys don't look at me. I have to be like everybody else. How can I dare be, yeah, be yeah. different? Yeah, that's a uh, uh, what do you call it in high school? In high school, we call it. Uh, oh, uh, the phrase flashed through my mind. But yeah, exactly. You don't want to be the student that uh, doesn't go along with everybody else. That's the go-along syndrome. Let's call it that, the go-along, go-along to get-along syndrome. Man, we're, we're exposing all kinds of syndromes this morning. All right, how could this be, is the next heading, of, uh, sentence of the next paragraph. Yeah, it would be like opening all the doors in a jail and telling the inmate they are free. But finding they still prefer to uh, huddle in their cells for safety. You say people are still afraid of the bug. The TV has got them believing that the unvaccinated like me are a danger to them. So they have to continue to be cautious. But I don't believe that um, that um, is what is going on. It can't be because it makes no sense. If the vaccine works and we are assured, is it something like 90%, 97% effective? Same as the condoms, by the way. Them, the vaccinated, have nothing to fear from the unvaccinated. Exactly. This is a big gift for me. That this, uh, right. Since most people got um, where they are by listening to and believing the mainstream news, they should, uh, they should believe that. Well, if they believe it, they should be joyfully removing their mask now, no matter uh, what the unvaccinated chose to do. Since more than 50% are vaccinated here, we should see 50% not wearing masks in stores. Instead, we see less than 1%. Well, I guess the, uh, the, they're afraid that uh, they might have that 3% chance of getting the virus. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah. of course, they, they don't understand that. They think it's more prevalent than that. And the, uh, the mainstream media, that is the kosher press, has been telling them to be cautious. You know, for how many decades now have we had to endure this lie that vaccines are safe and effective? Well, they are not. They are, they are totally, yeah. and this is a build upon a fraud because it also builds upon the past year's theory of that viruses and bacteria yeah. make you sick. That yeah. is a theory. It's an unproven theory. Amen. Really? On a lot of unproven theory. We had another uh, one that was also in com competition with Pasteur, and that was Bechamp. Right. And he is for the proponent of the, uh, I don't remember, now I forgot, the terrain th theory. Right. That is for that um, when you get sick, it is a an, an, an sign that your body is cleaning itself. Right. So viruses doesn't of cause toxins. Exactly. Yes. The disease is caused by toxicity, not by viruses. That's the two theories, and Bichamp definitely is the correct theory. Yes. Yeah, that mm -hmm. is, I believe, also that's the truth. But Bichamp's theory wouldn't give the, the big pharmaceutical companies any money. <laughs> right. You don't get any pass. That is obvious. And, of course, if you put in poison in your body, like a vaccine, of course you will be sick and maybe die, probably die. So yes, and then, this, then it's not, uh, and then, but then also now we have seen a lot of those. What do you say? Um, uh, sudden adult um, death. What was it? Sudden uh, those uh, new diseases that come. They say, oh, you can be, you can die by being in your garden. You can die by sitting down. Well, yeah, right. You, you can die by breathing. <laughs> right? Paranoia. Yep. Yeah, and it wasn't prevailing before. So I mean, this is just way to cover those new uh, what do you say um, this is I believe new, only new theories yeah, but off it, as science. It, it, is, it is the the vaccines causing it but they don't want to say it comes from the vaccines they have to invent new kind of what do you say yeah this. now this is very interesting and Stockholm syndrome applies here Nimblehorst states and this has been big news I don't know how much the general public uh, relies on you know, non-mainstream uh, news, but they in the UK, they have admitted that uh, the 9 out of 10 COVID deaths 
ha, ha, are people who have been triple jabbed. All right, so they're admitting that the jabs don't work and actually cause death. They're admitting it now. So maybe they think the Stockholm syndrome has run its course, and they can't, uh, you know, how should I, imprison any more people than they already have, because the resistance now, the resistance movement now, is that no, we're not getting any more jabs. It's over. So uh, I think that's what's happening. Back to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I heard that too, that the British, uh, uh, and also I read an art, I think you talked about the British now. I, ha- I read from, this is from uh, a channel that is said like this. This is from the, um, the Telegraph regarding to this. It's said like this. This is, an, um, this is a little um, excerpt from an article. It's said like this. Uh, GPs will be paid up to f- uh, £525 per care home jabbed under the, the new NHS incentives. Previously, family doctors received a rate of up to £30 per jab on top of basic £13 uh, rate for vaccinating each care home resident. The mm. new flat rate will be paid out when all eligible residents have been jabbed. The payments mean GPs can receive £525 per vaccinate, vaccinating more than 150 residents. Uh, yes. 150 for a home with fewer than 10 eligible people. Yes. Well, it's very interesting that uh, our we have had a too high a view of human nature. You know, we don't we expect that people once they see that there's something fake going on, you would expect them to resist or when there's a motivation to go with the truth rather than lies, we would expect most people to go with the truth. However, when they get threatened with the loss of their jobs, the loss of their medical license, the loss of their uh, pensions and everything else that goes with your economic life, it is really easy to persuade people to go along with the lie. Because there's no doubt, Michael, uh, as Doc Waterman and I had done numerous shows about these various so-called pandemics, none of which panned out because the Rothschilds were trying to make the healthcare practitioners take those shots voluntarily. And after at least a dozen times in the last 20 years, where the healthcare practitioners, that includes nurses, doctors, and everybody else, refused to take the shot. So they had to change their strategy, and that's what they did with COVID. They now started imposing sanctions against those who refused to take the shot. So it's definitely, you know, by force, by uh, what's the term they use? Uh, incentivization. We give them incentives to take the shot, namely the fear of their loss of their job, the fear of the loss of their pension, fear of losing their license. Fear, fear. They're using fear now instead of persuasion. Back to you. Yeah, and it's kind of, um, what do you say, to see that people fall for something that is so kind of soft uh, blackmailing. This is not that I will kill you, you lose your head, I hang you, I burn you like our saints before. No, no, you don't get any money, you don't get your nice apartment, you lose your money. Yes. They acquiesce to it. Right, and then the CBDC, the Central Bank Digital Currency, they're uh, here, this is a rumor maybe, that they're supposed to start doing this on December 13th. Here in America, the central bank digital currency, so there will be totally cashless, so that you have to, they will track you. They will track you. Oh, you haven't paid for your shot, (laughs) right? That's what they're going to try to do here. Have, Have they tried anything like that in Sweden? Yeah, I have not followed that. That if that's um, if they want to, uh, but I think the step here is kind of shorter because cash is basically obsolete in Sweden. Yes, right. That's so frightening with people. They almost get if I give cash to some people after being out. Ah, someone, what's that? It's dangerous. It's got germs uh, on it. Uh, or more like, <laughs> get more, oh, why did you have that? I can't get rid of it. Oh, stop giving me that. Oh, right. but, yeah, let me wash my hands. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're a bit too blue-eyed. Don't see the, the Right, yeah. Why is it only blue-eyed white people fall for these tricks? 
Yeah, because yeah. we think that everybody else is like us, that we We're should never do any danger. We don't do evil. Yeah. Well, the world is a bit more... It's not that f- nice, really, the world. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Okay. Okay, let's continue. Yeah. Uh, I think... Uh, what we have here is the continuations of a mass Stockholm syndrome event, with most people adopting the psychological of their captors. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Madu at MSNBC admitting it. She said her brain would have uh, to be rewired to not look on the maskless as sick and dangerous. Oh, yeah, we're outcasts already because we don't go along with the Jewish narrative. Right. Yeah. Since the majority of people have successful had their brain wired by TV, only TV can wire them. And that will take time. It will take a period of brainwashing in the other direction. And that stage in history has not been entered yet. So most people cannot break their bonds on their own. They will need a month of therapy to get back to 2019 levels of the syndrome. Well, I think, yeah, I think he's wrong about this because all the signs show that fewer and fewer people are listening to mainstream media. They're they're catching on. So they're turning off their television sets and the brainwashing. Well, it's not going to, we know the brainwashing is not going to be reversed in the correct direction. But uh, as people, uh, dis, disentangle themselves from mainstream media, from the kosher press, they start actually talking to their friends and neighbors who are maskless, right? How come you're not wearing your mask? Well, because there's no there's no pandemic. What do you mean there's no pandemic? Well, I haven't had the shot. Am I sick? Exactly. Well, right? Yeah. And a good old-fashioned... Uh, uh, Rumors uh, being spread across the back fence. <laughs> Is it going to be the new media? Back to you. Yeah, but it's it's very good if they shut uh, they shut down that god sorry television. Right. Because that will oh. that then the power will be taken. We would pretty fast I think gain back the power if we stop listen to it. Yes. That machine and the and the other mainstream media that is Twitter, that is Facebook, that is Instagram, all those other mainstream medias. Right. Another one other consideration, namely the fact that they're killing off the most people most subject to Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They- now this was working against the deep state as well. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um only the, f- the few, like me, who were unhypnotized from the start can take off the mask with no trauma. I have ha- um, hated my captors all along and hate them more now than ever. I never, uh, uh, never even bought a mask using only a uh, badana uh, in uh, direst need. And I have no attachments to it, I assure you. But I think most people are going to be dizzy from over oxygenation for a while. Their brains have been used uh, to um, surviving on the oxygen levels of an alien moon and will have to readjust to normal levels. Okay, what's normal? (laughs) What's what normal today? Nothing is normal anymore. All right. Um, I'm already back to normal since I never left normal. But I hate to say that I think with most people, normal may never return. Not for the reasons given by the mainstream media, but for the for other reasons entirely. They have allowed themselves to be permanently um, scared by Scar- this. Scarred. scarred like a this. scar on your body. Permanently scarred. Yeah, mentally scarred. Yes. Um, thank you. Simply by offering too little resistance to it. Uh, they can never look at themselves in the old ways again because they can no longer pretend they are the rebels or um, the free thinkers they thought they were. No, a yeah. lot of people, you can also look around a lot of people that say that they are valuing their health. They're valuing to be healthful and all this. You have to think about food, everything, but when it comes to the vaccine, uh, maybe acquiesce. 
I have right. to travel. I have to do that. So there you see how many that really thought for themselves. Not right. Yeah, and there's another factor too. Are you familiar with the Karen factor here in America? I don't know if you have a similar expression in Sweden, but a Karen, K-A-R-E-N, is a person who dogmatically scolds people publicly for not following their rules, right? And so that happened to me three times when I had to go into uh, uh, a construction store, you know, like Menards or Home Depot, where masks at the beginning, when masks were required to just go into the store, right? And so, okay, so I, I put my mask on and then promptly pulled it down under my nose so I could breathe, right? And so I walked around the store like that. Most people ignored it, but every once in a while... I would run into, typically it's a woman, but not always, pull pull your mask up over your nose. So I would pull my mask up over my nose, turn around, and pull it back down again, right? Okay? And they would look at me with suspicion the whole time I was walking around. That's a Karen. Someone who, and they also, if they find you doing something wrong or what they think you're doing is wrong in the store, they will contact the manager, and force the manager to deal with the situation. That's a Karen. I'm sure you have people like that in Sweden too. Yeah, they probably. I can I not know how prevalent that is that you have, but you have those. I don't know. Yeah, you have those. Uh, I don't know. Women in their in their middle, maybe that stump that those this. I don't know. I can just get the. Yeah. Oh my goodness. They're they're done raising their kids and they've been scolding their kids all their lives. Right now they have to scold everybody else. All yeah, right. I, I, I can guess what I what uh, age group they are in. You exactly pointed out where they are at what age group. That was the one I was all thinking about. All right. <laughs> okay, and, and man, that, we're uncovering all kinds of phobias today. Yeah, maybe that would be the show name. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that question authority bumper sticker is off the car and can never go back on. All of the work liberals are finding out, or will soon find out, that they were neither uh, woke or nor liberal. This past year has been a worldwide test, and the failure levels are massive. Under pressure, we saw an amazing thing. The liberals acted conservative and the conservative acted liberal, meaning the so-called left side of American politics utterly caved to fascism. They have loudly embraced censorship, speech limitations, and uh, uh, authoritarian dictates. And the main reason they did so, beyond being brainwashed under the Stockholm Syndrome, is that they enjoyed being uh, petty tyrants, following the illogical and ad hoc rules, and enforcing them on others. Uh, It um, gave them a folk's power they had not been able to earn by genuine means, and it went to their tiny heads. Yeah, so uh, they will have to learn to live with that for the rest of their lives. They will have to adjust their self-image accordingly. But I predict that rather than uh, do that, they will simply huddle uh, with those of their own sect. Yes, uh, they can't really socialize with anyone anymore since um, we have their numbers. Uh, in future, it's just about any um, discussion. When a uh, push comes to shove, all we have to do is say something like, wait, weren't you one of those who uh, thought masks and vaccines were a good idea? Yeah, you've been tagged, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah, like a cattle, like cattle or porpoises. We've been tagged, or those who are vaccinated have been. Yep. Um, and the Sorry CDC to <laughs> and the NIH and, and Fauci. Weren't you one of the uh, ones sharing when uh, when Trump, as standing president, got censored by Twitter and Facebook? Weren't you one of the ones who permanently damaged your children with masks? While uh, pig-headedly claimed we were the dangerous ones, weren't you one of um, the ones whose friends, neighbors, and family members dropped dead of the vaccines or were maimed by it? 
yep. while you stood by and cheered for it. But in June, uh, yeah, that's, a, the, that's a misprint. Uh, it says cheered. He, in, he included an L after the letter R. That's a typo. Uh, cheered. cheered for it, yeah. yeah. Or you say cheerleaded for it. <laughs> that, that would be, uh, I don't know if that's a word, a verb, but they, they cheered for it, yes. Yeah, they promoted it. Yeah, exactly. Um, William Jew, one of the ones who used to tell us uh, what a great philanthropist and humanitarian Bill Gates was. Butcher, yes, Bill Gates. Yes, I think you uh, were, yes. which means your judgment is not worth um, sour apples. Yeah, exactly. They, yes. uh, they, their judgment or their discernment. This that Yahweh God gives anybody that is willing to listen. Right, yeah. Now, of course, he's, uh, Miles Mathis is being exceptionally hard on those people who have been fooled. We have to bear in mind that we should sympathize for them and pray for them as well. Otherwise, uh, because here again, they were persuaded by fear to go this route. And the only way that it can come out of it is to be persuaded by love, right? That's the only way, because we don't have the wherewithal to brainwash or unbrainwash anybody the way the Jews brainwash us. That's Pavlovian. You know, they have this down to a science, and they start uh, with, we're brainwashing our children in kindergarten, Already, right? You know, just look what they're doing to our kids in the transgender arena or theater. That uh, they're and they're they're taking teenage girls away from their parents and giving them transgender operations without the parents even knowing about it. I mean, could anybody have imagined that the world would go this goofy? So the only uh, the only weapon we have is love. That's the only weapon we have, and being calm and patient with the with the patients, right? And the, the brainwashed are the patient. We have to be patient with them. Back to you. Yeah, they but they have been surely brainwashed. Amen. That's what they have been. It's um, it's terrible. Yes. Hmm. And often when you try to argue, because then they also into their mind need to accept, to confess, or like, yeah, come into their knowledge that they has been fooled. Right. And that, and that will never a white man do. He Either he will go to the grave with it instead. Right, yeah. Yeah, if you dare challenge that white person, he will resist you terribly. What? Don't you dare tell me that I've been wrong my whole life, right? The Jews are God's chosen people. That's what I've been told for 95 years. Don't you dare contradict my belief. And you can say, oh, guess what? You are an Israelite. And just say very calmly, gently, right? Without any uh, histrionics, without any yelling. And maybe that person will calm down and say, really? <laughs> How do you mean, I'm an Israelite? I can't be an Israelite. Well, have you heard of the Ten Lost Tribes? Yes, I heard about them. Do you know anything about them? No. <laughs> I'm just speculating, right, that that's how it might go. But it may go go that way for you if you use that technique. All right, back to you. Yeah. Uh, these people could eat uh, hummel pie for a while, and issue a blanket apology to the rest of us, but I don't think they are up to it. No, they're not. I predict that ain't they... going to happen. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Although some people have died in, in, in the pit of denial. Okay. Uh, See, so you went. Uh, you blanked out there for a second. Uh, start that yeah, sentence can... over, please. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I predict they will find some way to dive into a deeper pit of denial. Oh, denial is a very deep pit. <laughs> a thousand kilometers deep, yes. Uh, trying to keep some shred of self-worth by externalizing all natives. They will find some twisted way of uh, conforming that they were right and we were wrong, despite all evidence to the contrary. 
In short, they will uh, take refuge in the most disgusting and deliberating of human uh, uh, frailties. Frailties. Uh, frailties, yeah. yeah. Very, I mean, we are all very frail. But, uh, yeah, well, I was going to, I think he was going to say Stockholm Syndrome, <laughs> right? But, no, he, he expresses it differently. Go ahead. Yeah, and that is hating those who were right only because they were right. Oh, I hate you for being right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been ostracized my entire life for that reason, so I know it well. In fact, I venture to say that I know it more deeply and profoundly than any, anyone alive. Um, there was a time when I only experienced it personally, face to face, in real life. But since I have uh, become a, a presence online, I have had to deal with it on a worldwide scale. So I got my views on human psychology not from textbooks, but by vast experience. Mm. Yeah, and this is, I think, all of us have some kind of experience that, that I mean, preaching the truth is not something you get popular by. You will get pretty, you're, you will be pretty hated. Right, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't win any, any good, any good uh, popularity contest. You won't be in the center to be very popular. You will be pretty, you're pretty hated. Right. Oh, and by the way, I, I should add what I just said that uh, practicing love uh, for the people who need to be unbrainwashed, that only works one-on-one. You can't go to a room full of brainwashees and expect to convert them you know, with uh, kind words because w- when they're together, they reinforce each other. You have to get the, target a particular brainwashee and get them out of that environment like liberalism like the Democratic Party, etc., etc. But even those people are waking up. You know, when, when Trump was president, blacks and Latinos were becoming more conservative, right? So, but, uh, but for diehard liberals, there's no way you're going to talk to a group. They're going to boo you and jeer you, and they won't let you speak. You have to do this one-on-one. That's the only way. Okay. Yeah. Um, otherwise, as you said, they are in the group. They are they are confident as the sheep in the group. There you go. We have to take one sheep being, at a time. Being led to the slaughter, <laughs> right? But isn't it like that? The how happy Yeshua Messiah was when he found the sheep that was lost, right? That's what you should do. You should find the sheep yeah. that was lost, right. one sheep exactly. at a time. One sheep at a time. That's correct. Yeah. Um, in the art and science and history wash, wars, I've come to know my enemy almost as well as myself. <laughs> and the no, you don't. You don't, can't possibly know it, you. The depths of the depravity that their DNA contains. Yeah, and isn't that said in, in the book of Revelations? Right. Exactly that, yep. how, that you can't know the, the depth of Satan. Right, right. And they are the synagogue of Satan. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and the report, and that is shown. And I heard someone had uh, this this Jewish Pfizer um, mm-hmm. um, CEO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he spoke about the new technology to 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 be able to see if people are taking their medicine. <laughs> uh, right. But he his only concern was to see. Oh, look at the compliance rate we can get. Yes. Yes. Compliance that is rate. For him. Mm-hmm. That is for him. He wants to make, of course, money and kill us. That's what he wants. But you see how how demented they are, what they see, what they look at. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they know human psychology. The devil knows human psychology better than humans do. Right. And better than white people do. And he knows how to manipulate our emotions to get us to take the wrong path. That's Isn't that what happened to Eve? No. Yeah. Right? Right. Uh, surely you shall not die. Isn't that the same line they used on us with the COVID shot? Surely this will not kill you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Now let's see. Uh, found him not pretty. Uh, oh. In the art of science of uh, history of war, I have come to know the animals. Okay. Yeah, there I was. 
Um, yeah. If I ever expected a fair fight or an honest uh, opposition or any level of sophisticated or elevation, I have been sorely disappointed. For this reason, um, I have very little expecta- expectations that anyone will, f- will f- um, treat COVID as a learning experience or will have learned anything from it. In general, most people have an aversions um, to learning that is nearly un. Quenchable, but if anyone should arrive here, um, uh, Ser- serendipitously, <laughs> Ser- serendipity is uh, by chance or by good fortune, and the, the adjective is serendipitously. It says tongue twister. Back to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, first time I think I read that. Yes, from some time, uh, from some dark place of soul, having decided to reform. Um, his formerly dastardly ways. I tell you, you uh, uh, conversions is welcome. As I have said before, and uh, it is true, I am a bear only in oppositions, and I think this is true of most like me. Once the gloves are uh, off, we are only teddy bears, and we uh, prefer to get along. As most of my readers will com- confirm, if you come to me in friendship, I am uh, cuddy enough, and if you catch me out um, of email, I am ten times as c- cuddly from the start. Oh, yeah. well, but except for Jews, the Jews don't know how to be cuddly. <laughs> you know, they have what's called chutzpah, and they uh, act with chutzpah everywhere they go. And guess what? We white people, uh, we we lay ourselves down like doormats whenever we're confronted by people with chutzpah because it's so out of our experience because we're used to dealing with white people who are, who are cuddly, right? <laughs> who who don't act abrasive and aggressive and pretend that they know everything, right? They're, they like, they're, like we say, they go along to get along. But so when our people are confronted by a Jew, which most white people really haven't ever been confronted with, they just think they know what Jews are because... The Jews have told them, oh, we're God's chosen people. We, we have to be cuddly. There's no way we could have killed Christ because we're God's chosen people. Well, they're not, and they did. Back to you. Yeah, I think or when our people do come in contact with them, we, they will be fleeced. Oh, man, yes. If Amen. you don't know them, if yes. you don't know what they want. Oh, yes. But if you know them, uh, yeah, you yeah. will... You will win. Isn't that what he said in Art of War, Sun Tzu? If you know your enemy and yourself, you will you will win in every battle. Yes. Or you will you won't fear the result of a hundred battles, maybe a set, but still. <laughs> that's a good percentage. One hundred battles. I can take that. Right. right. Nimblehorse put a, a graphic in the chat room. It's like three rolls of toilet paper with uh, shaped like a 666, <laughs> right? That's what we're in, folks. This is, the world is full of toilet paper. Yes, called, it is full of it. Mainstream media, right. Um, okay, uh, which just goes to say that those who decide to learn something from this formidable crisis, we have all passed through, other than what they have been forced thought by the mainstream. Will find those like me welcoming enough. Those who rarely wish to break the bonds to their captors, we find us ready with the shears. But those who pr- uh, prefer going on as before, will find us more um, fricious than ever. I tell you, we are though with all that uh, forever. Yeah, which bring us back to the Stockholm syndrome. To take this full circle, what the experts never tell you is why captives would sympathize with their own captors. After the COVID event, we can now answer that. The power the captors have us hypnotizing by itself. The captors are in charge and the captives are powerless. Power acts as authority and the uh, captives instinctively bow to it. It is like baby animals imprinting. They can't help following the only larger being in sight who seems to have power. 
it would appear that the great majority of people can't help but fall down in abject submission before any authority that presents itself, no matter how transparently irrational, illogical, or evil. <laughs> and this is what the governors rely on. Rely upon. Nothing short of that can explain the past year, or indeed all of human history. And this is also something I thought about, realize that this is a new, it's kind of a new situation for us Israelites now, uh, because now all our, our, what do you say, trusted authority, I don't know what to use trusted, but um, all the institutions we have that we trusted in, it was the school, it is our military, our police, all facets of our life has been turned against us. Mm-hmm. And to my knowledge, I don't know. This has not rarely happened before so many times that the, that the government in itself has turned so much against its people like right. now. Right, that's right. And that's that also right. that our children is getting educated into this system, that they're getting little communists, that they will right. report their parents. Right, right. Well, this happened, of course, in uh, the Soviet Union and in revolutionary France. Where, but those were, occurred quickly. I mean, that revolution in both cases occurred very, very quickly. But as regarding the West, they knew they could not use force like those two groups did. They had to use persuasion or brainwashing because brainwashing is not persuasion. Uh, brainwashing is using lies and deceit to get people to go along, to get along, Right. And so they have molded the sheep and turned us into, well, black sheep. Now uh, the mainstream has become black sheep, and the white sheep are struggling to maintain Yahweh's laws. Yes. Yeah. 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 True. Yeah. You have also the Soviet Union. But I think if we look even further back into the, the our time when we were in uh, Judea, we with them we migrated away when we discovered this is uh, evil. When in when the tell tell no tribe, we migrated away from it. We could we get somewhere else. We started up a new society. Right, right. Because maybe that is what we still need to do again. We need to start up a parallel society because fighting the system is fruitless. Yeah, yeah. We can't, we can't fight it. Right. Well, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, he's uh, another blogger uh, who uh, has he's coming along uh, on the Jew question. And he has been stating, he actually started talking about how our constitution has been destroyed by various government agencies, right? Uh, Cliff High. Cliff High uh, has uh, been arguing, and he's also predicting the uh, CBDC, the Central Bank Digital Currency, will come very soon. So, But they've been brainwashing us since uh, 1867, which is when the 14th Amendment was passed without, without the southern states voting for it, okay? So it was passed fraudulently. But nevertheless, what they did was they created a federal government overriding the state rights of, uh, that preceded the Civil War. So, uh, so they've been gradually changing our law. I mean, this has been going on now since 1867. It was 150 years. So they knew they couldn't capture America by force because why? And he said so on his show, because we have guns, right? They don't dare attack America because they know they're going to lose. So they're going to have to try to pass more more legislation, uh, take your gun away piece by piece, because as I like to say, anybody who dares to propose that the Second Amendment would be overthrown has to do it by constitutional amendment. And any legislature who says, oh, I am standing up here to propose that we do away with the Second Amendment. Would any legislator in America have the guts to say something like that, which would automatically put a target on his chest and back, or her chest and back? Those, those legislators would be in fear of their lives from that moment on. So it's not going to happen. So thank God for the Second Amendment. Back to you. Yeah, that's, the, that's awesome. What to say? That's an, an right and something that is, I don't know what to say. That's something that God, Yahweh, God has given Amen. us. Amen. No, 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 uh, no governments can say yes or no to it. It is something we have been given by God. So they can't change it, even if they want to. Right. 
and it's too late to close the barn door because it's already on fire, <laughs> right? So hopefully you can keep them out of your home. That is ATF, uh, FEMA, and all these thug government organizations that the Jews have financed and created with a false, the- false legislation. Yes. Okay. Let's continue. So, where exactly is the hope in that? If this is an instinct, how uh, can it be changed? Um, how is there any hope of revolution or even of progress? Because species evolve and under duress they evolve faster. Under the pressure of catastrophic change, nature can and often was exhibited almost overnight uh, conversion. And the human species is especially open to change and especially of a psychological change of this sort, since we are the only self-reflective spaces. We are the only rational um, creatures um, we know of, capable of thinking ourselves out of such a situation. You, You will say we have never done it before as a society, and don't look like doing it now, which is true. But the future is not determined by the past, and the important point is that we could do it. And this is not a guess, because some of us have already done it. Some of us have already evolved to the next level, which is why the governors are in such a tizen. They see evolutions outpacing their tried old schemes. Why do you think uh, they keep making films like X-Men about mutants? Because we are the mutants. We have already mutated into a creature they cannot control with the old lies. To answer this, they turn up the pressure even more, but the backfires uh, because it is the same as catastrophic change. It is the pre- uh, pressure that is causing the mutations, so they cannot solve this with more change, more pressure or more chaos. Ironically, they are seeing their own destruction. Everything they do uh, to contain this just make it worse. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, their old, what do you say, tricks to control people are not working as well as before. Yes, yes. Well, it's taken a couple of years for a lot of people to wake up, but they are waking up. Yeah. Okay. The year 2020 was the most catastrophic in recent history, with far more psychological pressure applied to the general populations than even during the world wars. The world wars were stressful, but people still knew their place during these decades. The governmental uh, response was cohesive, and the enemy was clear and mostly defined. But that isn't the case anymore. Psychological, the past year has been far more catastrophic, and we can see that just by consulting the polls. During the wars, people's trust in the media went uh, UP. Patriotism went UP up. Right now, uh, trust in government and media is at an all-time low, by a huge margin. People are asking questions they have never asked in the history of the country. Uh, And patriotism, defined as solidarity with the current regime, is also near zero. Yes, uh, we have some patriots left, but they aren't itching to defend the status quo or the current rulers. They are patriotic only about the constitution or some uh, uh, bygone time that never actually existed. They are patriotic about the idea of America, not the actual of it. Right. Uh, most patriots w- uh, wouldn't lift a finger to protect the current regime in any of its forms. Technology, they aren't patriots at all, but revolutionaries, which is why the current regime uh, threats them as such. The government and military is now def- um, defining all such patriots as domestic extremists, right. uh, which is the usual flip. Right, um, terrorists, extremists, yeah, that's what they call us, just because we're white. You know, uh, they never use that terminology against uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter or liberals, yeah. right? Oh, they're their allies. They are the useful idiots. Yes, right. <laughs> Um, they're the one that helps them get to power. When they're in power, then will be taken to the slaughter the first. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the government and military which has been extreme in its contempt for law, truth, and welfare of its own citizen. It declares war on us long ago, with the declarations becoming louder and more transparent with each passing year. An ever-growing portion of its budget is devoted to destabilizing us, confusing us, and manufacturing widespread fear and panic. Um, Eli, do you want to take it from here so we can get through it before so we don't have just yes. one page? right. Okay, and uh, I have to announce here that since Alfred Schaefer has been released from prison in Germany uh, – we have arranged an interview, and I try to do it on Restoration Hour, but since he's in Germany and uh, at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time is like 2 a.m. Uh, time for him in Germany, he really it's uh, really uh, the imposition on him to do it at that hour, okay? So uh, we made arrangements to do it next Sunday on Bloodlines, okay? So we'll... Uh, we'll do that next Sunday, and then we'll pick up with Tavistock after that. Okay? Okay. Okay, Michael? All right, so let me pick it up here. And every, manufacturing widespread fear and panic. Yeah, but there were parts of our population who never bought into the fear and never panicked. Okay? So they ha- haven't been able to brainwash all of America. Continuing. And where is the hope here? The hope is in the fact that none of what be necessary if we weren't waking up. If the revolution were not proceeding, there would be no reason to try to squelch it with such outrageous measures. The response is proof of the advance. Yeah, they're having to get more and more drastic to enforce their dictates. And that's what they are. They're dictates, not laws. As a matter of fact, when I went to a meeting in one of the northern suburbs of Chicago where the parents were objecting to wearing face masks for their children in school, parent after parent got up and said, a mandate is not a law. Pritzker has no authority to enforce this mandate. A mandate is not a law. Parent after parent got up and stated that. So they know that mandates are not American law and should be ignored. But the school board, and this is pretty much true of all school boards across America, have in recent years been populated by communists because that's the type of education they've been getting in Jew law school, Jew medical school, Jew biology class, etc., etc. Okay? So the school boards are being run by these liberals who hate America, who are pro-communist, and don't give a damn about parental rights. This yeah, is, uh, okay. as you said also, mandate is something that man is dating. There man you <laughs> it is not law. Yeah. This is something man wants, and he can, they can just, they can fly somewhere, because right. that is, has nothing, not, nothing to, <laughs> you don't have to consider it. Yes, so the question for these parents is, what do we do about this? How, can we just fire the school board? Whether they're elected or appointed, they're supposed to work for the people. Isn't that what democracy is supposed to be? Where the government works for the people and not for the government? Well, that, well, that's real democracy, right? Now you've got democracy. We're a republic, not a democracy. And a republic is local rule and where representatives are elected by the people to represent their will. Okay? Democracy is a completely different animal. But I'm going off on a tangent here. Never the let's let's think about this way. He says, "You can also think of it this way: the manufactured chaos of 1960s, as in Project Chaos and COINTELPRO, has led inexorably to real chaos." Absolutely. Although those projects looked very successful in the short term, they have turned out to be disastrous in the long term, since government was originally about control. Military intelligence, old style, was about containment and control. Chaos was the enemy for obvious reasons. But, bored by the 1950s, the top dogs in the intel and in the 1960s were itching for something new. Yeah, we want to brainwash the whole country. They were like the mathematicians of the 1820s, see Bolyai, Goss, and Lobachevsky, who were bored with the history of the Euclidean math, They wanted something new at all costs. 
We can also compare, well, we invented the Big Bang Theory. We can also compare them to artists in the early part of the 20th century who turned art history on its head, destroying all rules and inverting the entire field, mostly from boredom or because they were Jewish. Well, the flipping of intel was the same sort of capricious miscalculation, and it has led us to the same dead end. Worse than a dead end, really, since in this case it has guaranteed precisely the revolution they had hoped to contain. But this is the risk they had to take, because there was no other way they could do it, at least not here in America, because... The people are supposed to be represented by the government, not ruled over or dictated to by the government. And the resistance to the COVID mandates here in America has been very strong, but unreported in mainstream media, don't you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I don't know how, uh, but like a country like Sweden, for example, not, not Sweden, Switzerland, where they have plebiscites, where the population rules on issues or votes on issues and those issues are enforced after the majority wins okay we should have more of that here in america right rather than relying on paid politicians or corrupted politicians but look look at europe michael the entirety of the politicians in europe has been utterly corrupted with the possible exception of switzerland but even there you know, they fail in certain instances. So your comment. I'm a bit for this with Switzerland because they there we have a basal. We have the the central bankers have their oh, that's central true. bank there and they have all their banking. They have there is the nation where you can have private Swiss account. That's probably where all the politicians have their, their right. bank accounts where they get their money. So I don't know, Switzerland for me is a bit I'm a bit uh, I don't know. Skeptical, right? I'm skeptic about Switzerland. Yes, I like their form of having, what I say, direct democracy, as they call it. But um, I don't know, because still, they I don't know how much they enforce the COVID nonsense there. Probably pretty much, I guess. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. So I don't know how that direct works. Is it, again, you can only vote about the questions you're allowed to vote about. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously the banksters don't view Switzerland as a threat to their global dictatorship. Right. So, you know, we can allow the people to vote. And if they vote on something, we'll just ignore it. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's... And some of the, um, and some of the, what to say, I think uh, um, some of the, um, question you're only about to vote is the one they choose if they choose yeah of course vote on you can have you can argue about this this um completely useless stuff it doesn't matter but you but you can't vote about central banks you can't vote to say get rid of central banks no no no, you can't vote about that right no 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 the the central banks will not be, be an issue because why you know certainly the swiss people are benefiting from all of that money that's deposited there in Switzerland, right? Those bankers spend their money in Switzerland, <laughs> right? So that's yeah, got to be... Yeah, yeah, they probably do. So yeah, that's yeah. why I, I don't have any first-time experience. I don't, I don't know, to be honest, but I'm a bit skeptical about just because of this fact that the central bank have their, their, not their center of their operations is in Switzerland. Right. So can they control their own boredom? Right? Do they make decisions out of boredom? Apparently, that's what happened here with the psychologists, for sure. And when I was studying um, psychology at the Universal, University of Illinois in the 19, early 1970s, they, you know, they have different buildings, like the behavioral sciences building, the biology building, the chemistry building, the physics building, right? And the joke on campus, well, and the abbreviation for the behavioral sciences building was BSB. So the joke on campus was, well, we don't call it the BS building for nothing, right? It was like the students knew that most of this uh, curriculum of, bio, of uh, psychology was BS, the total BS, because it's not a science. What it is, though, it is people control. It's manipulation of the psychology of the people. That's what it's all about. And even when I was going to college there, the my classmates understood that. However, in order to pass the class, you had to answer the questions correctly. You had to provide the answers they wanted. 
right? And so I was able to get straight A's for the last two years in psychology by doing it that way, knowing full well that it's all BS, right? So anyway, with the what? Uh, about two minutes left. So I'm trying to finish this paragraph here. So they're being, they're, they instituted all this from boredom, he says. Well, the flipping of intel was the same sort of capricious miscalculation, and it has led us to the same dead end. Worse than a dead end, really, since in this case it has guaranteed precisely the revolution they had hoped to contain. Well, they're going to contain it at all costs. They're, they can't turn back now. You think the Rothschilds and the so-called scientists are going to admit that we were wrong about vaccination, we were wrong about viruses. You think they're ever going to admit that, Michael? You, <laughs> you see that coming? No, it ain't going to happen, right? Oh, they own too much money. No, right. It's all there's too much money invested in the lie. As you now see, intelligence was trying to forestall a revolution in society by becoming revolutionary itself. It ditched all the old rules of engagement, replacing them with their opposites. It, were, it would manufacture chaos in order to ward off chaos. It would preempt real events with scripted events, and that's exactly what has happened. Uh, well said, Miles Mathis. Very well said. So, we're running out of time. So, folks, uh, this uh, article by Miles Mathis, I don't know if you were able to share it in the chat room. Uh, Miles Mathis, Stockholm Syndrome Goes Universal. That you could probably look for that online and uh, come across it very easily. Miles Mathis is a major presence on the internet. So, uh, yeah, very good stuff, real good stuff. So, for all of those of our listeners who have been hoodwinked by the Stockholm syndrome, please wake up. <laughs> please wake up. Yahweh and Yahshua want you back in the fold because that's the only fold that's getting into the kingdom where true peace and prosperity exist. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much, Michael. Don't forget, Alfred Schaefer will be our guest next weekend. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. See you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.